0: What a Mystic, a podcast created to dive deep and explore all things spirituality. So, today's episode is about the importance of um, healing uh, within relationships and within self, I guess. I dive really deep into my own relationship, how we can, you know, almost repeat cycles that we were exposed to ancestral trauma, our wounds, and showing we don't pass our wounds to our babies, self awareness, reflection knowing that you are worthy of all things you know it's um and knowing too that no relationship is the same okay it's authentic and and unique but we really go deep into this okay i know so uh, if you'd like to connect with me you can order mystic on instagram uh, or you can become a patreon member for monthly workshops uh, meditations wicker cards so yeah it's a really beautiful online community but Get Comfy Whānau and let's dive deep. Kia ora, kia ora whānau, welcome. Um, I haven't filmed a podcast episode in a while, I've been really busy actually. Um, if you had listened to my previous episodes, yeah there was like this phase, I was going through that really an you know, uncomfortable growth phase and that um new direction almost and that new energy and it it feels it does it just feels really uncomfortable and then I came out the other end of that with so much clarity and so much energy and motion and so much growth that I've been really busy settling into that uh finding new routines you know again doing that deeper uh healing doing that in a mahing and almost going in this new direction um yeah, it's finding the routine and settling into that. And, you know, my babies are all off to Kura now. Uh, my son's uh, taking the Kohanga journey. So that's really exciting. My kids are back at school. I've had all three of them home with me. Just with the, everything that was going on, we just felt safer with them at home. So we've kept them home. But yeah, they're all back into uh, school, into school routine. And little mummies, little <laughs> mummies are home. But. It does, it gives me an opportunity to direct some more energy into self. Uh, One thing that's really come up for me lately is I've been neglecting my physical health and how important that is. Look, if my body gives out on me, that's it. That's my human journey done. I've got to honour and nourish it and physically uh, push it and keep it healthy and fit. And I was doing, you know, that spiritual mahi and uh, filling, you know, my cup within my soul level. But you're almost neglecting the physical. And again, it was, you know, um, actually, I was just making (laughs) excuses. (laughs) There's always a way that you can always find a way, you know, and I just wasn't. So um, I am showing up every day for myself. I'm also getting up before, uh, between five, or normally it's five, to to spend an hour just, you know, doing my soul alignment and um, soul nourishment. And then uh, in the day, I go to the gym, I do some exercise. Really conscious on what I'm consuming, what is nourishing my body, trying to steer clear of processed foods. Like I'm really taking that journey, Um gut health, you know, all these things that are so essential for our physical health, our, our physical vessel. Because yeah, if, if my body um, goes or, you know, I don't want it to be too late, so I've got to take control now and I've got to uh, do what I can do what I can now and I've been getting so many messages that's what I love about working with spirits they guide you and they almost pre-warn you like come on girl buck your shit up (laughs) you've got to start looking after yourself so that's the journey I'm on fun now but today's relation um, (coughs) relationships today's episode is yeah the importance of healing within relationships and the importance of healing you know for relationships both with self and with um, it's almost friendships you know romantic partners husband and wife Daughters, fathers, mothers, you know, all those things, the importance of healing within all of that. Uh, I guess I'll start um, with my relationship as an example. You know, I met Hummy when I was 18. Believe us, I think we'd seen each other, you know, been around the same parties and that in high school. But properly, like, met each other when we were 18. Um, He'd just got in jail. I was drinking consistently all the time, whānau. No self-confidence in in the slightest. Well, you know, just constantly seeking external validation. Um, Really lost within myself. He wasn't, you know, both going down paths that were really unhealthy and we merged those uh, those unhealthy paths together. (laughs) But we have, you know, like anything, our relationship is far from perfect. But what is perfect? There is being consciously aware of what is unhealthy, what is hurtful you know what does not serve what does not empower but disempower but there is no perfect relationship you might look at another relationship and be inspired but yeah there's um everyone is so unique and authentic so every relationship's going to be so unique and authentic and a lot of the stuff you know the trauma that we bring into our relationships a lot of our unhealed aspects our shadow uh cycles of the time, or less, you know, maybe a little bit less, is taught. We've either been exposed to it, experienced it, um, it could be ancestral trauma, it could be cycles that we've seen uh, through our parents, um, it could be stuff we've seen on, you know, again, it's that programming through movies, um, social media, the news, all these things. So the importance of relationships is really coming up strong at the moment, especially with everything going on globally. Some relationships no longer align and some are really finding these beautiful relationships built on really authentic foundations. Because when you go through you're remembering, um, your awakening, Yeah, your beliefs, your wants, your views on things change massively. And with that, so does some relationships. Sometimes relationships no longer align because you're on a whole other path, a whole other timeline. And that's no one's fault. It's just you are growing and evolving. So with that, your wants, your needs, your beliefs will grow and evolve, you know. So, yeah, when uh, we met each other, we were very lost, Um, drunk all the time, you know, went in. I was at a point where I was just constantly kind of seeking external validation. I had strayed outside the relationship um, and we had been bankrupt together we've experienced loss together we've you know we've lost our pipe, um he's my husband's lost his father um, my nana who I was really really close to we've been through really really highs and we've been some, through some really 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 low points know some really unhealthy points as well and it come to a point where we did separate at one point um, gosh I was sure like six months maybe a year we had separated and that's when you know uh, I kind of got another partner at that point and one thing and this is what really I guess almost kind of showed me the depth of humming and uh his soul and how his soul was so almost a guardian for my own and a nurturer for my own is when I did that and I had gone off and um got another partner he never he never turned on me yeah we had it we had my eldest daughter at that point and we could have just kept it as a uh, you know co-parenting relationship but even when I was so lost and hated myself and drinking all the time and uh, just self-sabotaging to be honest he he never turned his light off for me he brought me a car I had no car no job I was sleeping on my friend's couch with my daughter so I felt like a failure of a mother. You know, this is all um, trauma I had to heal through when I went through my remembering. But, you know, this that whole experience and obviously having people tell him that, you know, what I did was wrong and blah, 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 opinions, external opinions, fine, And it was wrong to an extent that I'd done it when we were trying to work things out. So there was a, a, a extent of it being uh, hurtful and painful uh, for him. And that's, you know, he's very openly said that is the... Um, uh, worst thing he's gone through, the the most pain that he's felt in his in his heart, ever. Because he was very, I mean, it was, I mean, he's a hard man to Um, when he cares about you, he get that's a he cares about you wholeheartedly. He'll put it all in, but it takes a lot for him to let his barriers his walls down. And that is like a lot of our males, a lot of our male energy. So yeah, when I had broke that trust and. Um, stepped away. Yeah, it was one of the hardest things he had to go through, and he'd been through a lot in his life, I know. But that concept of love, unconditional love for someone, because he did, he yeah, loved me unconditionally. Um, having that broken, yeah, it's a hard, it's a hard pain to experience, and I know so many people have gone through it. And at that point, he could have turned his back on me, but he didn't. He showed his light for me. He brought me a car that I could use. Um, he was always there when I needed to talk and um, would always keep his his arms open and then I almost, I don't know, the, the, the toxic, now viewing it from a higher perspective, that toxic concept of he's going to go, or well, he did start seeing someone else and um, that like, oh my God, you know, that really unhealthy that realization of I actually don't want him to see anyone else you know I wanted to to almost have both and you just cannot you know that was my own trauma my own unhealed trauma I was hurting him and I was hurting the person I was with and that was all because of my own wounds that I was not healing and um Yeah, I ended up saying that I'd like to get back together and it took him a long, 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 long time for him to be open, I guess, to the idea of getting back together. But we had, we had, we agreed, we, um, we, (laughs) it was me, (laughs) kind of pushing it, but he agreed to take it slow and see where things go and kind of open back up to the idea. So that's what we did. And he slowly let me back in. It took a long time to build that trust back up. But what I, you know, let's go. Uh, what I'll do is I'll dive into that, that trauma just to show the unhealed aspects and almost ancestral trauma. That was a cycle that I was presented to as a child. Uh, um, numerous times, a couple of times, three, maybe. Yeah, uh, it was a cycle that I was presented to, the infidelity. It was a cycle presented to um also my parent that that had con- continued that cycle, they had been exposed to it too. So this was a generational thing. And I had um, repeated that same cycle. So again, that trauma that we experience and almost thinking, oh, well, it was okay because they did it, you know, knowing that it's not, but thinking that it is, it's a very internal kind of battle within you. And, um, I repeated that cycle and I exposed my daughter to that cycle but she was maybe three at that point but it's still something that I exposed to my baby so again that was trauma I had to heal from and self-forgiving, forgiving forgiving myself for that um, when I went through my remembering, my awakening. Is that concept and that awareness of everything that I'm exposing my children to, cycles that I'm exposing them to, influences them on their journey forward. So I need to break these cycles. Alcoholism. I had to break that cycle. Again, something that I was exposed to as a child. Breaking that cycle. We don't want um, our children. I don't drink. I might have a cider here and there. Nothing like I used to. God, I was drinking maybe five, six nights a week like riding myself off my husband stopped drinking uh gosh how old was he in 20 early 20s i think he stopped drinking uh because we both he was aware that again it's being it's awareness whanau he was aware that he was a toxic drunk he was aggressive when he drank Um, it wasn't a good time he you know didn't have at the point yeah you're having fun but you're actually not (laughs) you know you're actually um, masking something deeper well we were me and him were we were masking things that were deeper so yeah he stopped drinking then he started drinking again when we broke up that time that I got a new partner and then when we got back together he stopped again um. so yeah we've consciously been aware and made that effort that that's not a cycle we want to present to our baby so we've both broke it okay that infidelity we are now um, very aware almost to the point which I'll go and actually I might wait till that we go into that, that subject a little soon funner. but yeah so it's cycles you know what we're exposed to we tend to repeat and then if you look at the ones that you, that, you know, exposed you to it, you can almost follow the line and they were exposed to it. And whether this is abuse, which is really, really sad whānau, um, alcoholism, infidelity, you know, these things, these cycles, these traumas that we were exposed to, um, you know, sometimes we can follow the train or the track back and they've been exposed to the same or they've seen it or they've experienced it. It takes such a strong individual with courage, with passion, with love to break these cycles. We either continue that cycle on or we choose we don't want to follow that path. And this is what we take into our relationships. Once. And, you know, Sometimes we look at them like, wow, I've actually got someone just like my dad or just like my mum. You, know, you start to see that as children, this is when we're so influenced with 99% of the stuff we take into adulthood. And as we become more consciously aware, and it is a lot of it's subconscious programming through, again, the TVs, you know, media, all these things. But when we step into our adulthood and our awakening and our remembering, and you don't necessarily need to be an adult to go through our remembering. <clears throat> Some children are already connected, so it's not all, they don't need to remember. If you kind of guide them through conscious parenting and through spirituality, they don't need to go through the, the, the things we do when we go through our awakening, Um They've been exposed to it from a young age. They take those tools, um, modalities, into adulthood. So that's powerful. And when when you do go through your awakening, your remembering whānau, you're actually changing the path massively for all those that come after you. Because they're not going to have to repeat these cycles and do the mahi, the inner mahi, the healing that we've had to do. We are doing that so we're not carrying or passing our wounds to others, especially our babies. So it's a real ownership kind of within that taking ownership of your life and it's being conscious of your cycles being conscious of your own actions you know if someone if you can say okay like myself I had to take ownership of my actions I couldn't say how many was doing this 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 no that's my my role my job my aspect and what I bring to the relationship that is my responsibility if Hami is bringing something to the re- to the relationship and it doesn't serve, I can sit down and, and communicate it with him. But if he's not open to um, listening, or if he doesn't think it's a toxic cycle, or if he's not aware or conscious of that, it's very hard to move forward together. Whanau. You know, I was able to sit down and I took ownership of shit. Yeah, I am repeating toxic cycles. Shit. Yeah, I've got an alcohol problem. <laughs> Uh, shit, I've got a problem of self-sabotaging Shit, I've got this problem I've got, you know, I could really take ownership of everything that I was carrying In order to heal And I had to heal I had to heal these wounds I was carrying So I didn't project them into my relationship You know, that version of myself to where we are now um, Me and Hummy in our relationship is massively different He's my he's literally my best friend. He's someone that I have an actual soul connection with. I know we've met in a past life. Um, We've been together in a past life. I've actually had that come through in a couple of readings as well. Uh, numerous past lives. And he's always been... It's It's been a back and forth of um, someone being the light for the other and then the other person. We're always the one that guides each other back to self. You know, it's been a, a to and fro um for us through our journey together. But it's... <laughs> Um, to the point now where he's the person that you know that relationship that if something happens you it it's them you ring and you tell about you know it's that point that if the world is falling apart, literally burning down around you, you're okay because you've got them beside you, you know you're gonna be safe regardless whether you um leave this earth or not, you're safe together. You know, you're able to hold and be authentically you. He's seen me in my highs, he's seen me in my lows, he's seen me in my depressed states, he's seen me, um, you know, in my highest states. And he's always, has held space for me and allowed me to do what I needed to do, uh, to do the mahi I needed to do, to do the healing I needed to do, free from judgment, just held space for me, held it down in the house um and done what he needed to do on his end. And that's uh he had to do his own in the Mahi as well, know He had he had wounds that he was carrying that he had to heal. So we didn't bring these in to our relationship and a big thing that we when we both went through our real deep kind of remembering, um, we both were conscious that we're gonna heal these wounds so we don't pass them on to our babies. And we knew we had to do this deep in the Mahi and a big journey that helped him is Talmudy, his fucker papa you know taking that journey reclaiming his language that really aided in his healing and his sovereignty and his self-governance and his his almost um he always had a problem with authority whānau and that's not a bad thing again that's being self-governance that's being self-governed <coughs> he always had this aspect of uh, anger holding just anger, angry at everyone, you know, he was very close, Um, he wouldn't say hello, wouldn't acknowledge, like he was just a really strong individual and to the point strong where it was barriers and unhealthy strong, um, where it was shutting community, it was, um, how do I put it, not aiding in the growth of relationships and you can be really strong but you can also be nurturing, kind, compassionate and loving, you know, it's yeah, it's freaking great to be strong in who you are. And this is this is, was his journey of healing. This is the things he had to work through, um, himself. And you know, his past is something I won't discuss because that's his past and that's sacred to him and what he's you know been through. But he did. He had to go through a lot of healing and, um, you know, self awareness, um, self self. It's it's accountability you've got to go through it and I know it's bloody hard because sometimes if a relationship's not working it's so it's so easy to be like well he's not doing this or he's not doing that no I need to his role and my role in this relation my my role and my happiness my foundation of love you know all these things is my responsibility his happiness his you know, um, journey forward. All these things is his responsibility, but we need to come together and we can just love each other unconditionally. We can hold each other on our journey. Yes, working towards the same path together, have um a road that we're going down together. Knowing we're gonna be side by side through anything. Absolutely anything. But also knowing that we have individual paths that we need to take. If I've got um you know, if I feel any type of way I can ring him. If, it's just those things of being able to unconditionally openly talk to them about anything if I feel like I need something from the relationship if I say oh, I'm not feeling that um, connection or I want more affection I'll just openly say babe I need more affection right now I can openly tell him what I need and he can openly tell me what he need but he doesn't have very much needs <laughs> he's a very easy man my my, my husband um and he likes to do things for himself, but he will say, babe, you need to do this. Like, there was a point in my journey to where I used to moan a lot. And that, again, is a, a, the internal state. I wasn't happy, but I was projecting that out onto everything else. So I'd moan at him for doing this, 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 you know. Um, and he'd openly say, babe, you actually moan uh a lot. <laughs> so, if someone brings something to you, especially someone you care about, say if someone you come to someone and you say this, you know, baby, you're actually getting really aggressive, or you're short tempered, or this, this, this. If they can't be open enough for you to communicate, then that, to me, partner, is a problem. You should always be able to communicate with your partner. what your needs are, and then communicate what their needs are. That's authenticity. That is. Being able to say, I need this, this, this and this. And what do you need? How can I aid you? What can I do to aid in our relationship and our growth? And again, um, it's very hard, if you know, being in an external situation and looking at, say, your partner and seeing that they're repeating cycles that they were exposed to. It can be very hard to communicate that with them if they're not on that same almost belief system or uh, uh, views on things so it can be very hard but you just voice it my opinion is we should always speak our truth if it is from anchored and unconditional love and for their greatest good you should be able to speak it it is completely up to them what they do with that absolutely 100% up to them what they do with that we cannot force anyone into anything that is human free will but a healthy relationship I'm not going to say perfect because there is no perfect but a healthy relationship is you should be able to communicate and again wha- no, we could have when we got back together we could have got to the point where this isn't actually working we're very different people especially when we went through our remembering we could have been like this is we're very different people and we want different this 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 It just so happened that we were, it it actually brought us closer together. It actually um, deepened our connection and our love for one another. And that's not always the case. And that is okay. You know, we can't force a relationship when it truly is not healthy. When, you know, you're fighting all the time. Or, like, fighting's normal. And I'm not going to sit here and say it's not. You can have disagreements. I won't say fighting. You can have a disagreement or a healthy discussion, (laughs) but physically fighting, name-calling aggression, um, belittling, disempowering, these things, if it's a consistent thing, then know that to me, that is something that doesn't serve, and it's actually, it is, it's disempowering you, and it's, this is what, you know, doing our own inner mahi, and our own healing, we actually start to, to realize what we deserve, And when I tell you you deserve happiness and true love and abundance, you truly do. You 100% deserve all of that. And when you do, when you go through that remembering, that awakening, you start to see your worth. And you are worth everything. You are worthy of everything. And then that's when you start to be a little bit more conscious of, okay, I'm actually really... This relationship is just repeating cycles. This relationship doesn't feel good. This relationship is unhealthy. And that's when you communicate. And if they're not open to that communication, yeah, it can be very hard to move forward together. And some relationships aren't meant to last forever. I've gone through friendships and they're not meant to last forever. Um, Even some family members, whānau, is not meant to last forever. They come in, we're all here to be taught lessons on our human journey. It's for our soul growth. What we do with these lessons and how we respond to a a situation is completely up to us. But some relationships come in with lessons and it could be a lesson of how to not let someone treat you. It could be um, a a self lesson of what you brought into that relationship that wasn't so healthy and what you could improve on some relationships are just there to 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 aid you might have you know there's people that come into your life when you needed them the absolute most you're it's at a point in your life where that person just absolutely shined a light for you and then you've grown apart that person came in for that reason doesn't mean that relationship needs to last forever that person was almost an earth angel here to guide you for that situation and then to go on and complete their journey You know, the depth of relationships is a beautiful thing. And we shouldn't, like to now, me and my husband, it flows. Yeah, we've got to direct energy to it. Like anything, if you don't direct energy, it becomes stagnant. You know, energy is constantly in motion. You need to be working on it and directing energy to it. But it's not something that if we don't have a date night, it's like, oh my God, I need to do this, this, this. It's just something that when we can, we will... We know we've got each other, we send each other, we communicate, you know, we do all these things. And it's stop comparing, we need to stop comparing our relationships, our individual relationships, to others. If you feel good in your relationship, if you feel happy, if you feel content, if you feel loved, adored, honoured, respected, it doesn't matter what any other relationship's doing, it's got nothing to do with your relationship. And I did that massively on so many occasions. Oh, I was so bad for that but now I'd look at a relationship like, Well, he does this, this and this for her and he's affectionate and you know, looking romanticising these really fake relationships on movies and um T V and you know, uh social media really um yeah, I was romanticising it and it's it's just not reality that all relationships have ups and downs all relationships, you know, are not a straightforward path, they're not all the same, so we cannot compare our own to another, you know, there's no, oh, you need to be doing date nights every so often, you need to be doing this, yeah, if if the energy feels like it's not, it's stagnant, yeah, do something to spice it up, you know, it's being consciously aware, the, the one-size-fits-all approach on all things going forward is just not, not the way forward for your humanity anymore, there's so many timelines and paths and you know it's it's exploring and creating your own that's true self-governance and sovereignty sovereignty and authenticity it's that no longer comparing uh, our relationship to another it's being consciously aware of how you feel in your relationship do I feel good do I feel loved do I feel empowered do I feel supported do I feel respected you know, being consciously aware. If not, no. Okay, well, what could be worked on? Is there any inner mahi that I could do for myself? Any inner mahi that I could do to aid in the growth of this relationship? Also, okay, let's sit down and reflect together. How do you feel in this relationship? Do you feel loved, supported, respected? You know, and then listening, listening to each other and finding a way together. Yeah, it's um, the the path of us having to settle it's not the path i know it's time to flourish to thrive to be in relationships that empower friendships that empower you know being able to be authentically you because you are amazing you truly are and if someone cannot accept that then that's something that needs to be discussed or you you know and you just you keep going people will come in and out of our lives that's normal it's so normal The fact that we try and hold on or have been told to try and hold on to this relationship, it's toxic if it ends and this. No. If it does not serve anymore, you know, and you don't feel empowered and you don't feel loved and respected, then it's time to sit down and reflect. Because you deserve to be loved. You deserve to be reflected. I've reflected. (laughs) Respected by no. And it is taking ownership, like my part, I had to take ownership of my part that I was playing in the unhealthy cycles that was, you know, being repeated within our relationship. I had to sit down and reflect on my part that was played in them. And then the healing journey, that healing journey is an individual journey. Yes, you can be there to support your partner, but that inner mahi has to be done by you. That ownership, that self-love, that reflection needs to be done by you. And again, when you come out the other end, you actually are very aware of what you deserve. And it's the stuff, it's the forgiving, you know, forgiveness is a big thing too. If my husband didn't forgive me, he could have carried that, that throughout relationship and still be bringing it up now. He had to really, really forgive me. And that was hard for him. But he had to forgive me and let it go. Otherwise, it would be a trigger. It would keep coming up and it would be triggering within our relationship. Forgiveness is a big thing, too, Fana. And yeah, it is hard, but you've got to forgive. If you want a relationship to grow, the forgiveness, self forgiveness, and forgiving of the under, other individual if need be. But yeah, that, that um essentially we have to self reflect, be aware, you know. Sorry, Fana, I'm just reading um my kohanga for my sandra cooney i just got to reply to a message <laughs> real life podcast buddy. Eh? <laughs> um yeah so i've got to pick him up at 130 just fyi but yes yeah, so um it's reflection it's ownership it's you know it's real life oh god i can't say this enough it is real life it is authentic it's unique we have to be self-aware. This is the biggest thing, okay? You have to be self-aware. Self-aware of what is not serving. Self-aware of what you deserve. Self-aware of what you want. We've got to step out of this autopilot. We've got to step out of just going because it's easier. Um, just continuing because it's comfortable. If you are not happy, you need to do something to find that happiness. Life is short. Life is so short. We are reminded of this daily, you know, we're not promised tomorrow. We've got to be living a life that is just absolutely luscious, (laughs) that is empowering, that is joyful, that is thriving, that is, that is all things, you know, um, all things magical and higher vibrations. And yeah, like there is going to be some days where it's shit and I still fight with my husband, but again, I won't use that word fight. Sorry, that I've just got to unlearn that term, um, I still have disagreements with my husband. We don't always agree on everything, but we can always find a common ground. And 99% of the time, um, we're able to do that just with a healthy conversation, sitting down and talking about it. And again, my partner wasn't the type to sit down and communicate. But it's something that he knew we needed to deepen our relationship so it's something that he consciously puts effort towards oh hey okay, we've got to communicate cool i'll do that and oh my my wife um, likes communication so i'll make the effort to communicate you know it's making it's literally making wanting to make each other's life easier as well and wanting to aid where you can and help each other and you want to take pressure off each other my husband sees if I'm really busy and he'll take the kids, you know, we made, um, like obviously now they're all in uh, school, but prior to that he would take the kids, try and do it, you know, two, three nights a week um, for an hour when he got home from work so I could either focus on mahi, study or self-love. You know, he'd take them off and he'd do things with them outside. He'd go exploring and he loved that as well because he got to really connect with his babies and spend an hour of dedicated energy, even longer sometimes, dedicated energy to them. And he would cook dinner so then I could really focus on to my my stuff. So that was, again, it was being able to sit down, have a healthy conversation, but I'm really busy, I need to put more energy to this, this, this. Cool babe, I'll take the kids, this, this. You know, it's, it's that being able to communicate and being able to rely on each other. When he needs to go, um, I can see that he's been really busy at work or, um, you know, needs to, one thing my husband needs, and he obviously does need a lot of things, but it's to exercise. <laughs> That's for his mental health, his physical health, like he needs to do it. So, um, you know, ensuring that he, if he needs to go do that, oh, I've got the kids, babe, you go do a workout. Or uh, it's just, it's just finding ways that work together to aid in each other and not having to do things alone. You know, as, um a lot of relationships too. You see them Everyone They try and do everything on their own. You have a partner. You should communicate. Just, uh, can I have a bit of help? Can you watch the kids right now while I go have a bath or read a book or, you know, do something for myself because I need it? Being able to communicate is is a big thing too. And, you know, that communication, um, it used to be, babe, can you watch the kids tonight? I'm going out on the piss. Like, that. <laughs> that's what that used to be. For me, personally, and then when I went through, um you know, that remembering that the the essence of alcohol, I wasn't trying to escape anything anymore. I absolutely adore my life. I'm so grateful for everything that's in my life. And I love being present in my life. I don't need to get drunk, and this is, again, me personally, fun. I don't need to get drunk to escape it. And I'm not like, I, can't. I used to, man, I used to be like, yes, it's a Friday, I get to go out and dra- get dressed up and drink and... Yeah, that mentality is, I, I don't, I just don't have it. Man, it's Friday. I'm like, ooh yeah, we get to sit down and watch a movie together. <laughs> oh gosh, but we change, we evolve, we grow. Nah, neither is right or wrong. It was my journey and for me to consciously be aware that that was not healthy for me. It did not serve me, nor my babies, nor my husband. You know, it's ownership, know self-awareness, it's just a so massive self-awareness, and again, it's like, you know, there's things that, aggression, um, that doesn't empower, that's hurtful, anything that is hurtful, and that doesn't empower, it makes us second guess, or yeah, that hurts us, that's not healthy, I'm not here to say what is a perfect relationship and what is not a perfect relationship I'm here to say it's time to be self aware of what serves you and what doesn't and what you deserve Okay, and that not all relationships will last forever and you'll build and you'll find these relationships that are just beautiful but thank you so much for listening Thano. Um if you'd like to connect with me you can on Instagram or Automistic or our Patreon for monthly workshops, meditations, uh topics, pick a cards, a real beautiful online community. But yeah, um, this relationship uh, really <laughs> uh, this podcast is um yeah a very special one just about awareness, self-awareness relationships and and almost knowing that you are worthy of all things including unconditional love but yeah lots of love always far no